Breaking news. I'm going to clip that. Yeah, we need to clip that. <laughs> okay. For sure. Sorry, Tracy. What are you sorry for? <laughs> you, you looked really okay, angry. Okay, Tracy, take us away. Woo. Episode 19. And I have like no voice. So we're. Why don't you have a voice? <clears throat> because I uh, was at a conference, a oh. work conference last week in Orlando, Florida. I traveled on an airplane for six plus hours. Did you get swept up into the hurricane? Uh, I did. <laughs> Well, I'm here, so that would That's be no. True. Well, you might have made it back. That's how she got back. Not, yeah, you just took the fast I track. Did. Yeah, totally. I rode the hurricane just like the tornado, like Dorothy and the witches did, <laughs> yep. all the way back home. No, uh, I was at a conference. I traveled. I got no sleep, and mm. I did Universal's Haunted Hollywood Nights. That sounds wow. fun. And went to a couple of haunted houses. That sounds fun. And so it's it a little early for, I, I guess see, not. It's like mid-August, right? Wait, what? Mid August, it's mid September. <laughs> September, brother. Oh, sh- huge! <laughs> Where not, does the time I'm go? I'm not sure, but it's not spooky season. But happy episode number nineteen. Hello. Hit the button. Okay. <laughs> there we go. And Kyle. Spooky season. It's not it's approaching. It's Hi, not. and welcome to the Kent Now podcast. I'm Mayor Dana Ralph. You're the one that went to the In this podcast, you, you will hear from city leaders, city workers, and engaged residents. We discuss that's, local that's news, current events, and provide educational and engaging content for the Kent resident who wants to stay plugged into our community. So true. Thanks for listening. Now, here are our hosts, Josh Mossberg and Tracy Taylor. And Kyle. And Kyle. <laughs> well, welcome back to episode number 19. Boy, that You're hurt. really excited about that, that number. Hurt. Is that like a special number to you? <clears throat> you 19. like 19? Uh, you didn't warm up. I did. I did not warm up. <laughs> 19. That was, um, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to think. What did I do at the age 19? I had moved out of the house. I was hmm. going to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So exciting stuff. Yeah. But it's not quite time for spooky season yet. So let's just preface by saying it's not even, no, I don't even want to believe it's fall yet. But unfortunately, the NFL (laughs) says it's fall because football and college football have started. They're back. And you know what's a bigger number than 19, Tracy? What's that? 30. And you know what's a smaller number than 19, Tracy? What's that? 13. Okay. You know, the significance of those numbers? No, I have no idea. That's how badly the Seahawks lost to the LA Rams. <laughs> Thank you for rubbing that one in. Appreciate that one. Seahawks fans Sad everywhere day. are, yes, they're sobbing in their pillows because that was the- Fetal position in the, the corner. worst home opener <laughs> in, I can't even begin to tell you. I'm, I worry for, I worry for our future. We're still grieving here. True. Um, but yes, so, and Bobby Wagner's back though. I will say this, he, uh, Left the Seahawks, went to the Rams, played for the Rams for a year, and he came back to the Seahawks. He's oh, that a, must that must have been <laughs> awkward for him. I was going to say, a little <laughs> awkward. He could have been on the winning team instead. No, he's home. I think he just wants to retire as a Seahawk, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, welcome back, Bobby. Yep. And congratulations to your Cougs, Mossberg. Go Cougs. Yep, I know. Cougs beat Wisconsin. Sadly, the Huskies beat. Tulsa. Why is that sad? Because they both won. We don't like the Huskies. Oh, you don't. I, okay. I don't like. The yeah. Huskies. Okay. Let's. Uh, it's in my. It's uh, part of like signing up to be a Coug. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, that's a big win for the Cougs. Do you wish that you were there because they bum rushed the field like big time? Oh, trust me, Tracy. I have been 
a part of plenty field bum rushes. I've <laughs> have you back in my heyday, <laughs> back you know, when back, I was a young chap, back in the old days of twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in 2019 and 18 and 17. Oh my gosh. Yep. All right. Well, it feels like a lifetime ago. Uh, well, it brings us to one more thing about sports because we are a sports ball mm-hmm. right now. Sports ball. A sports ball. Uh, well, this is not a ball. This is a puck. Correct. And the Seattle Thunderbirds, their season opener is September 30th at Showwear Center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we are happy to announce that we have a special episode of Kent Now. It's mm-hmm. going to drop next Thursday. We are welcoming back our Seattle Thunderbirds. We'll also be having some coaches, some Mm -hmm. fan reactions, Mm -hmm. and we are super excited for that episode. And we will also be speaking with Ian Furness Mm -hmm. for his take and expert analysis as we head into the season. Very excited about that. I think I'm more excited the fact that we're going to record the episode at Shower Center. That's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know our listeners are jealous, and you should be. Well, they can get involved, though. You want to know how? Tell us. The flag raising that's going to happen here at City Hall uh, on yes. September 29th, that Friday afternoon at two o'clock. Wear your Thunderbirds gear and mosey your way down to <laughs> City Hall. You like that? Mm-hmm. You like that? Mm-hmm. Mosey? Mm-hmm. Mosey? Mm-hmm. Mosey. <clears throat> mosey. Yeah. We're going to have the whole team. No joke. Whole wow. team. Really? Whole, te- the whole, whole team. team is coming in their jerseys. The coach. All right. Cool bird. That's the biggest. I know, right? We've had out. I know. Wow. So impressive. Uh, and we made special um, rally cards too. Nice. So, so yeah, if you want your Thunderbirds autographs, come get it. Perfect. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. And on that note. <laughs> All right. Well. Well. Listeners, it is time for our question of the day. I love that. Tracy, you usually do the question of the day. You want me to do it? No. No. Oh. I just. A thought. Okay. If all options were available to you, Tracy and Kyle, would you rather walk, drive, take public transportation, bike, or use another method of transportation to work? Kyle, I'll defer. Have you guys seen those jetpacks yet? Wait, what? Yes. I saw a video (laughs) online of a Domino's Pizza delivery jetpacker. Delivering a pizza via jetpack to a music festival or something. I thought that was really cool. Stop it. Are I, you guys kidding me right now? No, not kidding. Well, I haven't seen that one. Okay. I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> I see that it. That sounds it rather impressive. Own two eyes. Mm-hmm. And if Domino's is already on it, then I guess we're, I guess we're we missed the boat. We're so far behind on <laughs> that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, but I have seen, for sure, the guy with the jetpack fist. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that's, that would be your uh, preferred method of transportation? At least until I crashed. Oh. The first time, and then I'd probably be done. What kind it. of safety here do you even, like, I feel like nothing would help, you know? if that, A helmet? If it stops. At least. No. I mean, <laughs> okay, like, I guess you could wear a helmet, but how is that going to help? Football you know, pads? if you're like, <laughs> 50, how even far up in the air are they? And like, what, the jetpack stops? Or I feel like you just need a parachute, and that's the only safety equipment, right? Mm. I don't know, maybe um, a knee brace or something? <laughs> knee to, brace? For the landing, can be rough. I mean, those birds were going to come at you pretty fast True. too. So I what would think you that you would need that? like armor for Seriously, that, wouldn't you? Bird armor. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bird preventative. I mean, they land planes. Plates. <laughs> plates. Mm. Like steel plates. Yeah, I was thinking like chain like mail. Oh, I don't know. Something birds can't get. Kevlar. That'd be too heavy. See how what? with a jetpack though. I don't know what kind of how how much lift those are producing. You know. <laughs> I don't know either, but that's what I would prefer. Okay. Okay. That or hovercraft. That'd be cool. 
I feel like that's really just the best answer. I don't I don't really know from <laughs> I, I can really like, answer that question now. Kind of want to sing meet George Jetson. Dun, 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 dun. No, I'm stopping uh, you. Okay. <laughs> uh if you're asking me, I would take my little scoot scoot. My little electric oh, scooter. Right. Oh. You I, recently got a scooter, I huh? I did. And I love this thing. I can't get <laughs> enough. It goes 16 miles an hour. I can scoot scoot everywhere. <laughs> you kidding? Quick. I love it. I want I want to bring it to work and I want to let you ride at. I'll ride it around. I'll take it, I'll take it in the elevator. <laughs> take it on every floor. Just go through uh, to the Centennial Building, through the cubicles, do some laps. Everyone will be like, what's happening? Who's this guy? Uh, well, I yep. mean, it will get you to and from to coffee a heck of a mm-hmm. lot faster true, than walking. That's very true. Yeah. And you, Josh? Mm-hmm. Well, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I feel like if it was super convenient, it would be cool to just take a train. Like, mm. I kind of like public transportation. Yeah. Um, it feels nice. Like, I, I just like the feeling. I'm not going to say vibe because I've been made fun of for how much I say that apparently. I guess the trains here aren't really like the super nicest at times, um, you know, yeah. but they get you there. They definitely do. They do. Um, but hey, you know what? We love public transportation. Absolutely, and we do. things like transit-oriented development, which we do here. Yep. In Kent. Is it Ride Pingo? Pongo? No, Pingo Pongo is over now. Oh, is it? Um, Yeah, that was a King County Metro on-demand ride service, but it transitioned to Metro Connect. I don't know the name of what it's called now. Something Metro. Um, Yeah, but it's a cool service. It was an on-demand service, which that should be in the question, by the way. It's not there. It doesn't say on-demand service as your method of transportation. Oh, okay. Well, it says other, any, well, that's, use other methods. That mm. is an other. <laughs> it also doesn't say hover ca- hovercrafts or jetpacks. Mm, funny guy, are, are you? <laughs> but that's that's what I picked. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's move on to our Ken events for the podcast. Guess what, Tracy? It's September, not August, like I said earlier. I love September. I do love September. Uh, remember, September. You ever watch V for Vendetta? No. No. I, yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's one of my yeah, favorites. Yeah. There's something I've seen that you haven't. Okay. L. Tracy. Yeah. Check out the Ken Valley Frog Loop. It's our September ride of the month. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beginner to intermediate flat nine mile loop around Kent with a great tour of some of the city's best trails. I just want you to play the frog noise more. Okay. Can you do that? Can you make a frog sound? Ribbit. No. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. I think we should move on. <laughs> it's probably a good idea. I told you I'm not very good at things like that. I am good at cleaning up after myself and cleaning up. <laughs> what just happened there? That was so funny. <laughs> Josh is embarrassed. Oh, uh, <clears throat> that one actually kind of hurt there. Um. Anyway. Do you, need um, a, do you need a cough drop or something? No. I'll be all right. Are you okay? No. I'm not okay. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm not good at the ribbit, but I am good at cleaning up after myself and mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to clean up 
around our city. Our fall litter cleanup and graffiti cleanup event is happening very, very soon. Uh, we are looking for volunteers to help us at on the East Hill, downtown, West Hill. And of course, we have our graffiti cleanup location, which is downtown. It's just right here at Kent City Hall. We walk around downtown and do a little scrubbing. If you want to get involved, you can do so by going to kentwa.gov slash talking trash. Uh, we also had a fun event happen last week, Tracy. Okay. We had a cool little ribbon cutting celebration okay. for Transportation Improvement Board project that was completed. The sidewalk, as well as some concrete driveways were renovated on South 240th Street and Russell Road. Okay. So this basically is now going to serve as a major pedestrian connector, basically, for the Green River uh, Trail neighborhoods and apartments. Um, shout out to the Transportation Improvement Board, which uh, partnered with the city on funding for that project. And speaking of funding for projects, Tracy, the city is going to be receiving some substantial grants for some parks pretty soon here, aren't Stop. they? Stop. I'm so excited about this. So I read about it earlier this week. The city is receiving over $800,000 grant from King County to help develop the new East Hill North Community Park. The uh, King County Council, they approve the park's capital and open space grant, according to a news release from King County. Uh, council member Dave Upthegrove, who's District includes parts of Kent. Uh, he presented this. It's a 33-acre park, which will be created in the Panther Lake area near 132nd Avenue Southeast and Southeast 216th. The state legislature approved $1 million for the park during the 2023 session, and city leaders requested $2 million from the state for the project. So we're halfway there, but a lot of that grant money coming in gets these parks up and going. Yeah, super excited about that. Always love adding to our uh, very extensive park system. And Kent, Kent has some great parks and programs through our parks department that our park system has to offer. It is actually an award-winning park system. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you can see all the great locations at mykentparks.com. So now that we've wrapped up Drinks in the Driveway, we had such a successful session of Drinks in the Driveway this summer. Uh, we are now getting into fall. We're getting into rainy season. And we're also getting into the fact where, you know, people are indoors a little bit more. Indoors. But our neighborhoods are going to get darker quicker. And people are always on the lookout for their neighborhood, right? Well, our Kent Police Department had put together a block watch I don't want to say party, but more of a class. Okay. Hmm. So coming up on September 28th, this is an opportunity for neighborhoods to start or revitalize their block watch in their neighborhood. So you're going to learn about why every neighborhood should one have one. Okay. But you're also going to learn how to get things started or at least kind of kickstart everything. You're also going to hear about some of the current crime trends. You'll also hear about prevention tips and you need to RSVP because this kind of class will fill up quickly. If you are interested, go to kentwa.gov, click on the police section of the website. It will take you to the community education page and then you can sign up there. Yeah, that sounds right. Perfect. So if you want to watch the block. You're on the clock. Mm. Well, I watch on the block. clock, block watch. Is that what we're doing? I don't know. Whenever I think of block watch, I just think of like a bunch of people in their living rooms with like binoculars, like looking out the window, all sussy. <laughs> but good for them. <laughs> I mean, there you know, are prevent crime. There are people that do that, though. It's a little unhinged. There, it, it, well, <laughs> there is one show, though. Do you remember Mrs. Kravitz? Was that Lenny's mom? No. Hold on. Lenny Kravitz? No. Oh. I don't know. That was Bewitched. 
Oh, I know Bewitched. Yeah. Bewitched. Yeah. So Mrs. Kravitz was Bewitched. She watched oh, okay. she watched oh, out of her window, gotcha. her front window all the time. Mm-hmm. You could be the next Mrs. Kravitz. Mm, you could. If you want to be. Watch the block. Block your watch. Sign up to watch the block. All right, Tracy, this week we have another very special guest, as is tradition on the podcast. I love special guests. Big fans of guests here, and I'm sure our listeners enjoy hearing someone other than us (laughs) speak to them occasionally. Mm -hmm. Um, We are excited to welcome uh, Uriel Mm -hmm. Varela. Mm -hmm. He is our race and equity Manager. Manager. Thank you, Yuri. <laughs> Take yeah. it away. Why He's are you? Just, just down the hall from He's us. He's the guy. I love it. Down Tell us why, why are you here, Yuri? Well, first of all, I don't know if they're going to enjoy my voice. Of but, course we but, are. Sure. But we'll see. Um, so I'm here just to talk about Welcoming Week. Okay. So Welcoming Week is an annual campaign that celebrates the work in, commun- in communities to become welcoming places for all. So this year... Um, we decided to do something smaller than usual uh, when it comes to welcoming week. So we started uh, highlighting some of our employees who are coming from different uh, parts of the world and, and their stories. And okay. um, just for uh, the rest of the employees in the city of Kent to learn about their fellow employees and recognize the fact that we do live in a place that's very um, diverse and, mm-hmm. uh, and Absolutely. With, in a city that has over 40% of the residents being born outside of the U.S. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a lot. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, cool. yeah, yeah, I took a look at the video. Um, for our listeners, you can see that video on our social media. And there was also a really crazy statistic. There's something like, there's what, like 130 languages spoken in Kent schools there's, or throughout yeah, the city? Yeah, more than 130 languages in wow. the city of Kent. Um, we can cover the top six in the city. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's also it's almost impossible to cover 130 languages, especially for a small sure. jurisdiction. So yes, we're very diverse when it comes to languages as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, collectively as a city, um, we speak over 130 languages. So this may sound really, really naive of me. I, this is like the second year that I've heard of Welcoming Week. Is mm-hmm. this something that happens all the time or is this just really, really new? It's relatively new. So it started in 2012 by an organization called Welcoming America. Okay. So this organization has been growing. It's a nonpartisan organization that works with cities, municipalities, nonprofits to more or less provide toolkits to become a more welcoming environment for mm. um newcomers to this country. Okay. So uh, the city of Kent is uh, has two of the largest uh, resettlement agencies uh, in uh, here in the state of Washington. So over 30% of our resettled refugees uh, recently coming from Afghanistan, Ukraine, over 30% end up uh, resettling in King County and the majority wow. of those set, uh, settle in Kent. What is it about Kent that makes them resettle here? I mean, part of it is the cost. Uh, it's cheaper than to resettle here than to resettle in Seattle. Sure. Uh, the other part is services. So uh, if they're connected to the nonprofit World Relief Seattle or, or um, um, Jewish Family Service, okay. um, it's easier for them to get those services. And the other... Um, big um, reason that a lot, not a lot of people talk about is social capital. So whenever you're migrating to another country, another space, if you find community that speaks your language, then you're probably mm-hmm. going to settle in that that community. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Hang out with that group, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Kent is already and has had such an established immigrant um, and just diverse community. So that, that checks out. Makes right. a lot of sense. So are there like 
festivities that come along with Welcome Week? Yeah, typically what happens is if you're a member of Welcoming America, the organization, the expectation is that you have events during the second week of September. So from September 8th to September 17th, there are events all over the region. Um, At the city of Kent this year, we're doing it a little bit smaller because we're not current members of Welcoming America. Mm -hmm. We're going to become members of Welcoming America uh, next year. And one of the things that we want to do is we want to be the first uh, city in the state of Washington to be certified, uh, a certified certified welcoming city. Oh, fun. So uh, that would be really cool. Uh, There's a number of different things that we have to do uh, to become certified. But one of the cool things about the strategic plan that we created is that um, as we're implementing this equity strategic plan, Mm -hmm. we're meeting those goals of becoming a certified city. So nice. they're almost in parallel. So we're we're getting closer every time um, we complete a project here to become certified for the for Welcoming America a network. Yeah, it's right. quite the process. No, mm-hmm. yeah, I imagine a, a, is part of that process also. Um, some of the language access work that you all have been doing? Exactly, yeah. So a big component of that is access to languages. So as we just spoke, it's over 130 languages spoken in in the city of Kent. Mm -hmm. As a city, we're responsible through Title VI of the Civil Rights Act to translate some materials, vital documents Mm -hmm. into the top six languages. So uh, my coworker, Maria, and I have been working on this project, the language access plan for about a year and a half or two years now. It was approved as of a couple months ago and it's a guide uh, for the city to uh, translate vital documents as well as uh, um, receive interpretation services if they need them so we contract with language line for interpretation services but we're also looking at ai technology for immediate interpretation Mm -hmm. so that when we're out there in the community uh, we can take these devices and and speak to our residents even though we may not be multilingual ourselves oh my gosh wow Mm -hmm. what a bridge yeah it's really yeah i think i actually got a i Got to take a look at that one day when I popped into your guys' mm-hmm. office. It was like the black earpiece mm-hmm. thing, and it like uh, like live translates or something. It's live translation, so wow. um, we crazy. We're switching from the earpiece to something mm-hmm. that doesn't ha- uh, have you <laughs> insert anything anywhere. Preferable, yeah, for hygiene purposes. <laughs> sure, uh, that was a concern. So we're no sharing. Yeah, no sharing. So this new device is a little bit different, but um, it's it's really cool. Cool. <laughs> it's almost, uh, I guess I envision it as if it's like, um, it's called like an IFB for us TV people. It's mm-hmm. an inner ear piece mm-hmm. where uh, like our producer can talk to us and we hear that even though we're having that conversation. Right. So I, I love, I, I like personally, I like the fact, but I think yes, for sanitary reasons alone <laughs> might be a best practice to not have something right. like that. Sure. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. With the language access, this obviously opens up a lot more doors, you know, especially for our mayor Mm -hmm. and a lot of our directors Mm -hmm. to speak to the constituents. So what are the plans moving forward with this? Is Are are we going to have like, are they going to be available for all festivities or all city events or or how how do we see this being utilized in the community? Sure. So there's a a couple of things. So uh, the AI technology, the immediate translation device. So that is... um, a one-on-one type of uh, device. So you can only speak with one person and that that translates into to the other person. Uh, We're also looking into uh, interpreter devices that are used typically in courts 
um, or big, large gatherings. Okay. Um, so that we can take with us. It's mobile. Uh, we're about to purchase that. Um, and that device or those devices um, can be used to have these uh, different meetings with folks who speak different languages and they have the technology. Uh, of course, we would have to hire an interpreter. Mm -hmm. And what we're doing as part of the um, equity plan is to create a list of uh, certified Kent-based interpreters so that we can contract with them whenever we're going out into the community and having sure. those conversations. Nice. Mm -hmm. And these are going to be read readily available possibly for like state of the city and stuff exactly. like that, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. right. Definitely. I and mean, it's so important. You know, we absolutely want to make sure that we're reaching our residents um, with such a diverse community. We have so much great, important uh, information about mm -hmm. our programs and services to share. And uh, I think the city has absolutely stepped it up in recent years as far as translation on our website as well as social media. So it's really exciting to see that work continue. And thank you to you and Maria for all your hard yeah. work on that. Well, thank you and thank uh, you as a communications team because you <laughs> all also are a big part of this and are really helpful when it comes to making things happen um, for our community. All right. Thank Love you, it. Yuri, Thanks, so much Yuri. for joining us. Oh, yeah, thank you. So we've been talking a lot about sports ball. Well, it was more like at the intro and now we're going to talk a little bit more about sports ball at the outro. It is time for your favorite segment of the Kent Now podcast. With such a lovely story last week, it's going to be hard to top, but I do have something very interesting to share with our listeners today, Tracy and okay. Kyle. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Are you strapped in? Um, buckled in, sure. Okay, that's good enough. Hanging on. So, we've been hearing rumblings of this, this sport that's taking the nation by storm. <laughs> And the state, have we not? Mm, some people like it. Some people do not like it. I feel like I know what category you're in. Um, pickleball is all the rage these days. In fact, in 2022, Governor Jay Inslee signed a bill into law here in Washington State that made pickleball the official state sport. Crazy. Wow. So we have an official state sport now. The game was invented by a man named... Joel Pritchard, hmm. oh, apparently there are more men, uh, Barney McCallum and Bill Bell on Bainbridge Island back in 1965, according to USA Pickleball. I'll be so it's a bit of a, you know, more recent sport sure. innovation okay. in the sports ball area. And it gets deeper, it gets more interesting. Please, ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Kent is really, you know, we don't, we don't have an official bill signed into law. But Kent is really the de facto pickleball capital of Washington. You want to know why? Are you serious right now? Yeah. So not only is Washington the pickleball capital of the United States, possibly the world, it, Kent <laughs> is the capital of pickleball in Washington. Crazy. The Kent Commons has pickleball courts. Boom. Canterbury Park on 100th Avenue Southeast has a pickleball court. And guess what? What? Pickleballcentral.com. Great name, by the way, is located in Kent and is apparently the largest retailer of pickleball equipment on the entire internet. Stop it. Dang. Wow. Wait. Okay. <laughs> a lot Pick to process. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm Take like, a breath. Pickle, pickleball, okay. Pickleball equipment. Isn't that just essentially a badminton net, a couple of paddles, and a ball? A wiffle ball? You know, it's interesting that you ask because I actually have something great to share with you okay. that's going to blow your mind, Tracy. Please. So, 
Kent is also home (laughs) to Pickleball Station, which offers private (laughs) lessons. And according to them, they're the world's best pickleball pro shop. They have four indoor courts and here it is. Over 2,000 pickleball products. Wait. 2,000 nets and balls and wow. Just all the things. Ex- pickleball accessories, I mean, I'm sure. Is there a tire? Gizmos is there like, and gadgets. Is there apparel? Pickleball apparel? I'm that- sure. Uh, some pickleball merch and and I'm sure they've got like stuff. paddles. Yeah. That like, you know, this paddle does a spin. Mm. This paddle's extra Wait. weighted just for crushing it across the net. <laughs> Some might yeah. be enchanted. Some magic this paddles. A- uh, okay. Is this how I look at pickleball? Mm-hmm. And forgive me because I know people are going to come for me on this one. <laughs> I look oh, at boy. pickleball as tennis, but sm- you smaller. Know, smaller. I, I feel like as you said that, a thousand voices <laughs> cried out in agony. Probably. It's like comparing comparing chess to checkers, right? True, right? But (laughs) they're both on a board. When I look at it, though, I mean, I'm like, it's just, it's tennis with a smaller net, like a shorter net and a harder ball. Pickleball players did not like that. I I would imagine not. I mean, granted, I can't swing anything to save my life. You can ask my former sports That's okay. I have pretty bad hand-eye coordination, and I've never played pickleball. But I I keep hearing about it. It sounds like it's it's up on the up and up. Did you not have PE in high school? I did. How did you avoid not getting... Badminton? No, what? We you played pickleball in in PE? Yeah, that's the first I'm hearing yeah, of that. Definitely. Really? Wow, I didn't. I I did not. Mm, no. I did badminton. No, did, I was we pretty for good sure at did, badminton. For sure, had pickleball. I did uh, volleyball and like all the basic stuff, like sure. basketball and all. I mean, I did. I was in track, so I didn't <laughs> do PE. Yeah. For uh, most of my high school, because I track and field like took that slot, I guess. So it worked. Hmm. So. You are quite the athlete, though. I'm I think you, such an athlete. I think you could probably do pickleball, though. Yeah. Is, does it, I'd probably I mean, go no? to town on that <laughs> pickleball. Like, you're like, Hit no. it with the thing. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> How you do it? Guess what? I'm not done yet. <laughs> okay. Bring pickleball it on. station. They're also home to the Pickleball Museum. What? Displaying rare Stop. pickleball equipment. Rare pickleball equipment and historical <laughs> photographs that's from really, the 60s and 70s. That's actually really cool. That's actually, yeah, really, I wonder what, I want to see what's We rare. should go. We should go. Why we should not? Do a, we should do a Field trip. entertainment on the oh, Pickleball Museum. Yes. Resurrect yeah. that social media series oh from- The dead? The dead. Yep. Yes. That would be sweet. I'm, I need to see this museum <laughs> now. I really do. 1960s and 70s pickle. I yeah. If I was to ask my parents right now, have you ever heard of or have you ever played pickleball? My mom would probably go, mm, "What? No." Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's it's a new it's a new one, kind of. It's sweeping the country. That's so funny because, like, I just I don't know. Like my whole we played yeah ever since I was in high school. We Interesting. Always, yeah, I was like one of the. Things. Well, now it's really come full circle, Kyle, because you work in the pickleball capital of the state and possibly the country and really possibly the world. So, I mean, you are. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. All right. And now, (laughs) now we know. Now you know. Cool stuff. Again, uh, if you want to get interested, you know, get into the pickle and the ball. Uh, you can go to the Kent Commons and uh, Canterbury Park. They got stuff there to do that. And people just don't like the sound of it. 
I mean, they I think like it's the word I, pickle. I, <laughs> it kind of just satisfying to say. No? Oh, no, I think so. I like pickles on my sandwich, too. So oh, that's a hard pass for me. <laughs> Whenever I, I get an order, I'm like, hey, yo, no pickles, please. And then there's pickles on the sandwich anyway. That's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> Wait. That's my favorite. It's really just a surprise, you know? Why not? It's like, it's, it's like every time you go through a drive-thru and you're like, hey, I like this and that, but no pickles, please. You just roll, you know, flip a coin whether or not you're going to get pickles on the sandwich. Your Jimmy John's had pickles the other day, huh? Um, no, not Jimmy John's. Mm. Oh. Mm. Like anyway, pickles. that's all we got. Uh, that's her show. Okay. Just kidding. I forgot to play this. And now we know. Now you know, and that's her show. It rhymes. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> okay. That's it. And we're done. <laughs> all right. We good then? Yep. We're good. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't forget to rate our show and like and subscribe and share it and all this stuff. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Are we really gone? Who knows? <laughs> uh-huh.